Welcome back, Friday Form Panel, Toby McKinnon and Dan Malecki with you. And Matty Craven joins us. Matty, how are you, mate, and whereabouts are you today? Oh, I'm just at the stables today, Toby. How things? How are you, Dan? Yeah, very good. Matt. Very good. Now, first and foremost, Matt, you've put a different driver on Love Your Brother. He's driven it throughout his career. Now, this driver's pretty much the last three years batting at 50% strike rate. He's a... He's won a Group 1 race in a Queen of the Pacific and beat home Brian Hancock, Chris Alford, Karen Manning, John Cowdo, Brian Gath, David Aiken, Gavin Lang and Daryl Douglas in that race at uh, 16 to 1. Is that Are you just sick of hearing about it and you just got to give him a drive to get him off your back? Or what's the story with Peter Craven driving Love Your Brother? Well, that's, that's Mum's horse, Toby. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but he, you know, he, he's... Uh, Great help around the stable, and you just can't buy the experience that he's got. And it's it's always a pleasure to give him a drive, that's for sure. And um, he's here most days. He come flying down the road on his motorbike and jump on one, and, and um, yeah, it's always well worked when he's when he's got off it. And if he if he says he's happy with one, you um, can always go to the races with with confidence. So what's he saying about love your brother then? <laughs> Uh, well, he thinks he's too fat, so <laughs> he'd say the same about me, though, Dan. Yeah, well, imagine me then. Um, <laughs> well, yes. he he's very good with his special projects, though, isn't he, yeah. um, Matt? Your dad, he's um, I know I had a horse there uh, a little while ago, but. And he and he actually drove it to win win some races as well. But um, he he's very good. He, he's someone that when he's working on a project, he doesn't like to fail. And you know, there's plenty of horses I know where he's come back and given you the thun, thumbs up and the confidence. And the one that's most um, recent would be Fides. Yeah, for sure, Dan. If you give him a project or, or a horse that he really takes a liking to. Yeah, he always makes sure he's here to work it. And he's probably got a thousand and one other jobs that he needs to do, but he always seems to make time somehow. It's amazing what uh, your parents can do and what they do for you. And, uh, yeah, Dad, he's always here giving us a hand, even though you know, he probably doesn't have the time to. Where, where is Fides, mate? I'm really reluctant to ask this, so I don't, I don't know if I want to hear the answer. Yeah, he. Uh, I was hoping that we could have been at. Um, melted a couple of weeks ago, and then maybe a cream room tonight. But he just he had a a little bit of um, swelling around one joint, but it it sort of subsided and, and all seems good. So he's back on track for hopefully touring next week. And it's just one of those things you walk out each day and you hope that everything's okay. But it's just probably one of those things. I think he was feeling really well and, and possibly even just hurt himself in the paddock. So it's just, just uh, a little setback, but. Only more, so hopefully uh, we're back on track. Need a padded barn. Yeah. I wonder if there'd be money to be made and someone providing a, a padded barn, you know. Um, the lengths that you have to go to with some horses, they would just, you know, some horses you could, you know, the old saying is you could push them off the, the, the edge of a cliff and they wouldn't hurt themselves and others would hurt themselves walking up to the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. Uh, the better you get them sometimes, Dan, the more they hurt themselves. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a great segue. A lot of muscle, Matt. He's had a, he's had a time off. He's been a horse that you've had a few issues with as well. He trolled twice in December, and 
Uh, he won a trial back on January 2nd. How forward is he? Like, he's had that race at Hamilton. Uh, you expect a lot of improvement on Saturday night? Yeah, he's, well, he's had an interrupted prep, come back from, you know, a little injury and sort of going through to tomorrow night. Um, yeah, I would say he still needs a run and, and possibly, you know, he's not at his best. There's a few. I'm wondering how many horses between you and Amy. You've got quite a few. I've run out of fingers for Cranbourne tomorrow night. So what size float have you got? Are you taking multiple floats? Uh, take the truck, then, uh, and and possibly a float. And just depends how it all works out and who can come. Um, but yeah, we did have ten nominated and, and one race fell over. So yeah, just to, the eight to take up. And um, Amy's probably got the two best chances of the night. So. Which we might touch on while you're at it because um, uh, she's a daydreamer. was terrific uh, with a lethal turn of foot and gets a reasonable gait in a, I'd say, a winnable mare's race and what we saw. And, and Dancerway is a pretty handy horse. I, You know, he's going well, awkward gait, but um, they're two horses that are at the top of their game pretty much. So they would go in there, you think, with um, expectations that, uh, that they can win. So... Uh, uh, I suppose, what do they say? A, a smile on the on the wife or the partner, you know, happy happy life with a happy wife or happy partner. So it's probably better for everyone if Amy's horses win. Oh, it matters really. They're, they're all part of the team, but um, you see he works extremely hard. And these two horses both seem well, sort of dance away, you know, drawn awkward over the short trip. But if he could get forward without having to do too much, he... You know, it sort of brings him into the race. And if he could reproduce what he did at Geelong, um, you know, mm. he's got to be a chance. Well, one of yours, Matty, play alto is an intriguing horse. I'm sure it's better than what we saw at its first start. Yeah, well, he's a bit like a big dopey ruckman, Toby. He's <laughs> just all legs. He's, he's um, four. And, you know, he just he seems to be taking forever to get to the track. and He's sort of got there, but he's still not quite there. Yeah, if you see him in the flesh, he's a big, gangly horse. And yeah. He's got all the speed in the world, but he doesn't sort of sort of know how to harness it yet. And the corners are a little bit of a battle, but, um, yeah, he's definitely sort of better than what he showed at, at Geelong, but he's still probably 12 months away from being where he needs to be. And how far that'll take him, I don't really know, but he needs to improve tomorrow night. And, uh, yeah, it'll just be a case of, I think, if he can just settle and, and find his rhythm um, would be sort of a plus for him if he's able to do that. Yep. Better isolate up against Leap to Fame. I suspect he's going to need the run. But what did you think of his performance last week? You, you sort of um, didn't have that much luck in the early part of the race. Were you happy with the way he chased? No, we, we weren't real happy with him at all, Dan. Look, he's coming back from sort of a, a muscle tear that was sort of quite significant. Um out of a trial at Terrain where he trialled exceptionally well. We sort of just haven't been happy with him since and it's sort of been hard to, to get him right. And uh, Yeah, he's, he's going to do a little piece of work today just to see whether he even makes the trip. And from the draw in that field, you know, he's, he's really, I think, right up against it anyway and he, he'd really need to be going back and up the fence, but he's still probably up in the air as to whether we, we make the trip just depending on his work today. Better okay, and yeah. we're looking at 
There was, there was one there where I was really keen to talk to you about was uh, better patch me up. Hopefully I haven't skipped one along the no, way. You, you can point yeah. out if I have. Um, you've got him running tonight at Melton. Um, and I know from previous experiences, um, there's a couple of trainers, probably three I know of. It'd be Glenn Douglas, Andy Gath, Matty Craven. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they do get to back their horses up, like I'm talking within a 24-hour period, they've got an exceptional record. Now, a lot will depend on the type of horse, but you've uh, obviously got him in tonight and, uh, and for tomorrow night at, uh, at Cranbourne, Matt. So what's your plan there? I'm just interested to see... How he comes through tonight, he's got a sort of tricky draw tonight. You know, most of the better chances are off the back row tonight. Um, it'll just be dependent on if he has to do a lot of work tonight or not. You know, if he comes through the run well, I'll be more than happy to back him up. And he'll probably do him the world of good for tomorrow night. Probably looks, you know, both strong enough races for him and he's probably up in grade. But, um, yeah, he's a, he's a nice horse. He just sort of needs racing. The last one you got in, Maddie's mother of Pearl, and uh, for a wonderful owner to you, he, oh, we lost Dr. Fox, unfortunately. He'd won three from six, and that kindergarten stakes, I went back and had a look at. The second horse has won 28 races, which is an amazing stat in itself, and I think we're all just, well, everyone connected to the stable knows John Fox is just hoping mother of Pearl can measure up and win a few races. Yeah. A wonderful, wonderful owner, but also a great friend, and he loves his horses. And you know, it's unfortunate when when any owner loses a horse, and he was a you know, horse that showed a lot of upside. Um, it's what it is, unfortunately. But Mother of Pearl, you know, first start was okay. The next start, she didn't back up, um, but she gets into a, a race which is probably more to her grade. And if she could make use of the draw, it's probably her chance to, to get on the board. His last start, Dr. Fox, Dan, he started favourite ahead of Kowalski analysis to put it in perspective. I shouldn't be saying all this because it's probably bringing back bad memories for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the joys of, of racing. It uh, brings you back yeah. to earth pretty quickly most times. It certainly does. Any more for Matty, Dan, or we uh, can let him get back to work and all this team he's got in? I'm just thinking of the amount of hours that uh, you're going to spend on the road. I don't know if you're going tonight to Melton. I see Amy's down to drive. But um, the time on the road uh, from Tarang to Melton, that would have to be two and a half. And I'd imagine Cranbourne would have to be, maybe you get a better run on a Saturday, but the best part of three. So if that's six, that's 11. That's sort of 11, 12 hours on the road, which in a way is dead time. But in a short backup of 24 hours, gee whiz. You know, you want to make sure every horse is being worked properly and fed properly, and it really puts pressure on to get everything right, Matt. Yeah, well, I think Melton, you know, if you just poke along, it's two and three quarters, and three hours if you stop for fuel and something to eat. And, um, you know, I think 9.30 our last, so if we're out of Melton by quarter past 10, we're going well, and home, hopefully home in bed by half past two, and then you'll be turned around to go up. You know, 12.30 tomorrow to get to Cranbourne. And with Cranbourne, it can be anywhere from three and three quarters to five hours, and that just all wow. depends on traffic. And hopefully a Saturday is a lot better, but the road works, um, you know, coming into Melbourne is never ideal. But, um, yeah, and, and we've got massive gaps tomorrow night between races and then the last race is 11. So I think Sunday's going to be real productive somehow. 
<laughs> I don't think so, Matty. Uh, mate, best of luck on Saturday night and uh, best of luck uh, in the Terrain Cup as well. And I think you got something happening on that Sunday after the Terrain Cup, haven't you? Yeah, we'll just, yeah, there might be a few owners uh, making the trip down for hopefully Cup Norton. And then on the Sunday, we're just going to have a barbecue at the stables. So you know, if anyone ever wants to see what uh, you know, everything's about at Magical Lights, they're more than welcome to call in on Sunday and, and uh, poke around and say good day. Best luck, Matty, with all that going forward, mate. Thank you, Toby. Thanks, Ben.